everyone. Welcome to the show. It's Bring It In The House podcast show where we spotlight musicians, entertainers, artists, and leaders. I'm your host, Millie Mills, and we have some great leaders in the house. They are co-authors. These women are super talented. They're from the, I guess, the Midwestern part of the, of the U.S. We got Yolanda Carter and Miss Shawana Thomas. They're co-authors of the new or recently released book, um, Book of Ruth. Uh, which is uh, was written by Vera Giles, and they are the co-authors. Let's give them a warm welcome tonight. Woo-hoo. Hello, beautiful ladies. How are you? Hey, how you doing? Hello. Hello. Great. We're doing great. It's so good to see you. You guys look so beautiful. I'm so excited to have you all here. Now, we always start off with like repping your city, where you're from. We're going to start with Yolanda. You're going to tell us where you're from and your alma mater. Got to give a shout out to your town. Chicago, Illinois. I am a Chicago native, born and raised from the far south side of Chicago. I, hey. yes, I am now, I um, live downtown in the South Loop. I am a mother of five beautiful adult children, 11 grandchildren, and I am a alumni of PLJ, Percy L. Julian High School. Yay! Yay! Awesome, Yolanda. Thank you so much. And Shawana, share with us the same. Let us know where you're from, where you're repping. Also, also from Chicago, West Side, from the West Side of Chicago. I'm the mother of two beautiful girls one just turned 34 and the other one will be turning 17 and i have one granddaughter wow congratulations <laughs> i never would have guessed you have a 34 year old you look about 34 yeah. yourself <laughs> okay hey, that's what i'm talking about millie i will come on the show anytime you like that. <laughs> I have a i'm serious girl you look great i'm telling you well, it is a pleasure to have you women, you ladies here. You are super beautiful, talented, got it going on. And we just want to know how did you kind of get into that, in that lane of becoming co-authors? Did you guys see that coming? Or that kind of just slipped in, you know, one of those like God, you know, he just whoop. <laughs> Bless you like that. God said whoop. I saw Yolanda. Yolanda is a huge domestic violence advocate. In Chicago, I saw her on the news, and I said, "She don't even know she's gonna be my friend, and she also gonna be on my show." I also have a podcast I do on Fridays. I said, "She gonna be on my show." She lied. And and when she came on the show, I said, "Yeah, I'm a huge domestic violence advocate. I do not believe you should put your hands on anyone. Period, for no reason." And we connected like that. We became fast friends. And I met Vera. We started talking about the book. And then I said, it's somebody who I think would be awesome for this book. A strong, very supportive young lady. I connected her with Vera. And the rest is history. The rest is history. And then look at you guys have, woo, this is taking you to new heights in your career. Yes. Yes, because we're going down to Springfield next Thursday to change some gun laws. So, yes, because I'm a survivor of gun violence. So, yes. So, thank you, Yolanda. So, right now, we're just actually just 
helping each other, doing new things. Yolanda's going to come up to my, my place of work, which is Cook County Juvenile Detention Center in Chicago. It's really rough right now with the juveniles. So we're taking a book and roof inside of the facility, and we're going to just be trying to help these young ladies by tutoring, mentoring, and coaching these young ladies in regards to the things that we have went through to maybe stop them from going through a lot of the things that we went through to show them what domestic violence means, to show them what being around somebody that you can get hurt means. And right now in Chicago, I think we need that more than ever right now. Thank you so much, Shawana. You, you bring a lot of insight to the table here. I really appreciate that uh, because, I, you know, I have family in Chicago, um, but I, I never really think about, you know, some of the dangers or, or how rough it could be out there. So, yeah, you just... You just enlighten us a little bit. So you guys each wrote a chapter in the book of Ruth, right? So without spilling the beans too much, you know, as Vera would say, let the cat out the bag. We don't want to do that. Don't let the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to do that. But if you could just, I'll start with Yolanda this time. If you could kind of just brief us on what your chapter in the book, what it entails. I don't know. Okay, well, I am one of the chapters in the book is about violence um, and how to survive domestic violence. Uh, if you've never seen a miracle, you're looking at one right here. Um, it was just a lot of times when we do, we turn a blind eye to uh, domestic violence. It's always been a hidden secret. It's always been taboo like no one ever wants to talk about the elephant the elephant is in the room but we're not going to address it because we don't want it's it's the shame and an embarrassment embarrassment that goes with it through my experience i just wanted the world to see out of another eye that if it's important i'm sorry i don't know why it's keep going out it's so important for us to really be educated on what domestic looks like, how important it is, and to know when the onset of it starts. Because it happens so soon. And before you, you know, realize in that full blown relationship with your abuser, and because you're in love or you yeah. lusting for the person you think that's the best person in the world and he make you feel like you're so special make you feel like you the you know and he's your knight in shining armor so mm -hmm. uh with educating people through my experience and my story uh some look at it and see themselves in my story because there is a lot of Yolandas out here that is going through some of the same similarities that may not be as bad and then it could be worse. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know whose story may relate to mine, but I know that I survived and I'm here to tell the story after a very violent uh, crime that was uh, against me. But to God be the glory, uh, I lost my left eye, um, face full of metal, um, a metal plate in my skull, but I'm still here to tell the story. Amen. It really happened to me. So yes. 
That's so touching, Yolanda. I just thank God that he spared your life. And I thank God that you are doing the work and, and walking in the purpose that he has for you. And through this, you have launched a nonprofit organization, correct? Tell us about that. Absolutely. Okay. I am the CEO and founder of our it's a nonprofit organization because I felt the need to make sure this happened to me. I didn't know about different type of resources, what was available to me, and how it can help other victims and survivors to be able to navigate with a sense of to your life once you've gotten so wrapped up into this you feel like where am i going who am so with the resources that the tour because we're going to serve me and my children it's not just a woman's issue it's me out here that's facing and going through domestic violence abuse as well children ex you know it's it's a broad line, it's a cycle. It's not just black eyes and bruises as we would think it is, because I didn't know for a very long time that domestic violence was just black. I thought it, I was like, oh no, I'm not in a domestic violence relationship because you know, he don't hit me all the time or either, you know, these are words that they say, but you know, those words can be very damaging. Those words, can, they are embedded in you and they cause this harm to your health. You know the emotional scar because these scars that i wear my scars for the badge of honor i have many scars but that's why my organization is called beautifully scarred because you're still beautiful and i may be scarred i'm still beautiful you know and i just want other people to realize that domestic violence has been around for so long but the thing is because of the taboo and the elephant in the room nobody wants to talk about it they thinking that it's okay uh they watched it growing up it's became normal and people walk around with the blind side they feel like oh we're not gonna say nothing because we suffer in silence because this is what we're used to it became so normal to people to get abused to get uh physically and mentally emotionally abused by their significant other and even by other people as well so it opens up the door for you to become a victim and and not knowing that you don't have to stay a victim you can be a survivor like i am a survivor and then a thriver because you don't want to stay where you hurt you don't you want to grow you want to thrive you want to elevate you you know what i'm saying so you all know my story where i've been but y'all got to know i had to turn the lemons into lemonade how god turned my pain to my purpose and I, hey, that's what I do. I live my life the best way I know how. Because it takes a long, it takes it takes a lot of courage and a lot of strength to really be vulnerable enough for you to lay it all out in front of the world to share your yes. story. So you want to impact others through what you've been in. Because I know that what I've been through was not it was for someone else. So I just use my experience to help others because I have that motivation. In my heart enough to be able to spread the message to the masses. So that's it. 
And can you say that one more time? You you, you kind of cut out, but everybody needs to hear that when you said it was something about for someone else. Can you repeat that sentence again? Because we need to hear that. You said something. What happened to me mm -hmm. was not for me. I, I, I go so hard domestic violence because I know the stigma behind it. And I know there's so many suffering in silence. They have this mask. They make it seem like, oh my God, it's okay. And it's not okay. It's okay for no one to abuse you. No shape, form, or fashion. I don't care if they horse plan, they, they just plan, say, oh, I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. Sometimes you, those words cannot be returned back. Once you say it, you say it. So you have to always believe it. A person shows you who they are believed it because a lot of these people they come with this representative they come there i call them in because a lot of times you want somebody to believe you are somebody that you're not so you are truly representing somebody that you're it's cutting out a little right there we kind of lost the connection but you that was so great what you just said she said that people and, come and, in as their representative. They don't come in as their true self. When a person tell you who they are, are please, whatever you do, believe them. Believe She's it. turned her pain into purpose. That's beautiful. And how long? So I how, think that's the part they cut out. The devil is a liar. We're going to get it out what she said one way or the other. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And how long have you been a survivor? I got you, Yogi. Domestic? Yeah, she's got you, Yogi, for, for real. She's well, I, you, know what? you know what? I appreciate that because, you know, it might be going in and out. But um, my first encounter of domestic violence was when I was 19 years old. So, I believe what I like is that it was not right. I've watched I came from a family, a background of here. My parents either argue or anything. So, we was uh i was i came from a family uh my mom never had to work my dad was a very good provider he put us in a private school and we had everything in one so i didn't know that stuff was that was strange to me when it so happened to be my children's father it happens to be my children's father god bless his soul he is deceased but uh he had made amends to me before he passed on but it was just the thing that I did not know because a lot of times, a lot of times we, have, we have to realize is that it becomes, it becomes learned behaviors because of what they seem is, you know, project on you. And that's why a lot of people go through domestic violence because they feel that it's normal. We normalize so many things about what it may look like or what they think it is and they think it's like oh okay well everybody must be going through this but everybody is not going through it we have to know the difference we have to make choices we have to make better choices we are responsible for how we allow us we have to sponsor our own safety so it is so important for us to make sure from what love or what we can get so confused. Mm -hmm. That's that a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Not a behavior because a lot of times 
understand what we do. What's wrong with these bad kids? They so bad, but you don't understand what they have to go through before they come to school every day. You don't know what type of use they done been. So trauma is important. That trauma is so hard, and, it, and it's like things that we think that is normal. It's not normal. It's not normal for a child to have to watch their parents fight for their life or fighting significant other, being disrespected, calling out and all that. I had to go through that. So this is the first encounter of domestic violence starting when I was 19. And final one was the last straw of what this person tried to take my life. I, and I didn't see it coming. I thought it was just, I thought it was just, oh, not in my night in shining armor. All because he was so good to me. All because he gave me all the great things that I want. He put me to join the cow. He made, you know, when I eat, I eat good. And my friends over, he made sure they eat good. You know, he did a lot of great things. I look, you know, we always look at, always focus on the good stuff and we about the bad stuff because we just want to put it behind us we're gonna be like oh okay well you know he's sorry he ain't do it again and then every time he do something to me he will always go back and pay me for it or i'm gonna give you this one or i'm gonna get your hair done or i'm gonna buy you a new dress so those are things so easy to get caught up in because you feel like oh okay well he gonna act the fool he gonna give me the money back anyway so that's why it's so easy to get wrapped up into that because that person may be the, the prime person that makes sure you have a roof over your head. You're driving these best cars and your children in the best schools. And so we get caught up into all these material things. We have better choices for you. And only because it goes places. Yes, you're you're right. We have to make better choices and you have and you've recently celebrated 22 years of um you surviving. No, 7 years. 7 years. It was March 22nd. March 22nd is that's the date. 22. That's the date. There's 322. That's what it is. Okay. All right, we're going to take a look at that video, guys. We're celebrating with her 322 7 years. 7 year survivor. Let's take a look at this and see if we can see here. Let's celebrate with Yolanda, everyone. 22 years. Yay. I mean, two, seven years. 27 years. March 22. We're going to get it right in a minute.
Times, yeah, that was kind of choppy, but that that was beautiful. You had a great, great, great experience. Wow, what was that like for you, Millie? Is there any way you can turn it up? Because I really can't hardly hear you guys now. Okay, what about now? Let me see. I'm returning. Make sure it's turned up here. Nope, it, it just went down. It's very low. I can hear you. I can hear you real good, Shawan. I'm here. Maybe where you at? You think it's where you at? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? You, you guys are low. Yeah, we can hear you. Have to you. talk up. Yeah, but I can't. Yeah, I can't hear you. Just fine. It's like once you start video, the volume went down for me. I turned. I uh, removed the video. Yeah, we can hear you real, so, real good. So now it it should be better now that I removed it. Mm hmm. So yeah, we can't see you now. I just have my face, my big face, all close up. So, <laughs> well, we, okay. We are, so, so, for those of you just tuning in, this is Brittany. We can't even see your face now. 
Yeah, we can't see I know, you. I can't hear it. Hey, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, we have Yolanda Carter and Miss Shawana Thomas. They are co-authors of the recently um, book release called Book of Ruth. And, of course, the, the main author is Miss Vera Giles. And we're just so excited for the for the beautiful Vera Giles Norris. Say her whole name. That's right. I got to say her whole name. She's going to kill me for that. Vera Giles Norris. Vera. Sorry about that, dear. But Vera is not here with us tonight. So, um, but we're just so honored that she put this whole movement together. We've spoken, of course, with Miss Yolanda Carter. We want to hear a little bit more from you now, Shawana. Tell us about, you know, your part in this book, a little bit about the chapter that you wrote without spilling the beans and, and what this movement means or this project means for you. Can you hear me okay, Shawana? Did we lose her? Hmm. Shawana? Shawana? Hmm. Shawana, are you here? There she is. Yes. There you go. Now, now I can hear you real good. Awesome. Hey, okay. now I, I was yeah, saying with, with V, say her full name, Vera Giles Norris. Yes. And Miss Vera Giles Norris is not here tonight. But Shimwana, we want you to tell us uh, about this whole movement, yeah. this project with Miss Vera Giles Norris and what it means to you. Being part of the Book of Ruth, like I said, has transformed and empowered me more. Where I met people like Yogi, where we're we're changing lives. To me, young ladies are the incubators. If we can save a child, we can save the world. Especially we can save a young lady. Because right now, the, we didn't have all this technology. They are bombarded with stuff, but their minds aren't developed to take all of this stuff in. So we're the gatekeepers for these young ladies to make sure they don't go through what we went through. Exactly. Now, your, your, the chapter that you contributed can you share with us a little bit about what your chapter is about without, you know, spilling the beans? I don't, I don't know, Millie. That's why they don't let me talk. But right now, that whole day for me was people used to tell me, well, God talks to you. I said, no, God don't ever talk to me. So that day I learned he did. My intuition is God speaking with me. My whole day was off that whole day and I ignored it. Um, I had vibes not to go places. I had things like I shouldn't do that. But to me, instead of my inner voice, instead of listening to God saying no, I was like, well, I'm just going to do it anyway. And at the end of the night, I ended up balled up, laying on top of my daughter playing dead because somebody tried to take my life. I ended up getting shot twice. I ended up getting shot in the left arm and my right thigh. My daughter didn't get shot at all because I played dead on top of her. Mm. I'm so so sorry. that right there, people be like, she's so happy. But the thing is, don't, don't be Millie because that happened to me to maybe save somebody else. I can't change what happened to me. It made me a better person, which when people ask me, what am I? I'm blessed. Blessed means the innate ability to overcome adversity. I'm okay. I'm here. And then I deal with people. 
years later, I went and started working at a job and look at boys and I can see the shooter and all of them, that's what they do. And I gotta be a better person and take care of these kids and deal with their trauma and deal with mine on top of it. So God really said, ha ha, I got you. Yes, yes. Because they were, they were in that age of 16, 17 years old and that's what I deal with. At juvenile, I deal with everything from 10 all the way to 18 years old. So I had to let go. I had to forgive and then take care of somebody that's out there doing the same thing that they did to me. So I, I listen to God with every word he say to me now because I realized I was left here on this earth to do something great because he was just within arm's distance of me. It's people that can get shot in their finger and die. So for me to get shot twice and still be here, that's saying something as to who I am and what I'm supposed to do in this world. Amen. So I've come to terms with being okay with what happened to me. Yes, yes. That's beautiful. Yes. Both of you have beautiful testimonies. We thank you so much for coming on the show. Now, if someone want to get the book, I know they can go to Amazon, right, to pick up a copy of your book. Um, well, well right now the book isn't out yet but they can go to amazon and go get our journal the journal is beautiful it tells you about every single woman especially the woman who we're doing the book for which is the which is vera giles norris mom which is her name is ruth giles so right now she also went through a lot and also is a survivor god rest her soul she's passed away but right now the book was created with starting with her life and it continued with us. That's a beautiful Absolutely. thing. And congratulations, I read that. And me and Yolanda cry off each other's story. Yeah. We we, we cry off each other's story saying, no, you, no, you, no, you. So yeah, we think that each other is very courageous and I'm honored. And I always tell you, Yogi, I am honored to be in a room with you because you are courageous to, to get up and tell your story, to be judged every time you open your mouth is courageous in itself. And I'm honored to sit on the same stage with you. I'm honored to be in the same room with you to be able to say that I know her. You know, that is my friend. That is my sister. So thank you, Yogi. Thank you, Millie. Thank you, oh, thank you, Shawana. It is also a pleasure. It's truly a pleasure to also share space with you as well, each and every time. Um, you know, it's it's not often people really get a chance to really um, share their stories, and it's so um, it's a it's an honor and a privilege to be able to be in that space, to be able to reach and talk about things that a lot of other people don't want to talk about. So. Because of that, it, it is just an honor and a pleasure. I'm sorry, an honor and a privilege to be in the shared space. Amen. Thank you, ladies. Can so I say one thing, that. Millie? Mm-hmm. Yes. Millie, can I say one thing? This is really quick. Um, uh -huh. Years later, when I started working here, I didn't have a car. I I got a ride. It was it's over 600 employees where I work. I got a ride with someone, and he stated, "Hey, let me stop home." And I said, "Okay, you know, I can't be choosy." When he went there, it's where I got shot at. And I was just, I was frozen. And he said, what's wrong? And I said, I got shot over here. And he told me, I found a one, I found a young lady's bag and her purse. That just what happened to me. So when I say God is, work, is working on me 
everything and every place I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be there. Because out of everybody in the world that found my purse, I went to a job that I wasn't planning on going to work in. And he found my purse and gave everything back to my mother in that alley that night. Oh, she's so pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Those are beautiful pictures. I'm just sharing. There's Yolanda and her beautiful family. And here's a few more. This is Yolanda nonprofit. Yes. And I also have a non-for-profit where I started to help other women. It's called a Women of Wealth Empowerment Group Incorporated. So I also have started some to help empower other women as well. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes. That is so that other where she has all her kids on there. That's the one we're missing. I wanted to show one more picture before we go. There's a picture, a group picture of Yolanda's family there. So let's, I know that's the same picture there. Let me see. And then we're going to get out of here. I thank you guys so to be here with you tonight. I really appreciate it. Let me see if this one, this is it. That's not it either. I guess one of them didn't upload. Well, again, thank you so much for okay one of them didn't upload it jumped well well you guys thank you again we can't thank you enough for being on the show and we're gonna of course go to um amazon when the book release you you guys don't quite know the date yet right Not yet. Not i'm right excited yet. the book of ruth yeah book of ruth i mean that's deep that's rich that is so rich and again, yeah. um, I can't thank you guys enough. You're, you know, for everything that you're doing, please continue to stay out there and advocate for everyone. Thanks again for stopping by and bringing it in the house. Thank you. Good night, everyone.